0: Hi guys, just a quick note about today's episode. Um, As I sat down to talk with Little Lily, this was before uh, everything kind of got shut down and when we knew uh, exactly what was going on with the COC and the Challenge of Champions was going to be held, when it was going to be held, we had our registration set up and everything, and obviously at this point in time, there's a little bit of question mark as to what's going on there. We're not really sure uh, to this point. So... Obviously, Lily's still going to give you guys some great information on why people should compete, kids and every other age, but just bear in mind that the dates about registration for the tournament and such are subject to change, but take that part away, focus on the positive stuff and all the stuff that Lily has to say about competing and why it was so valuable to her and why it would be so valuable to you and your kids. So, enjoy! Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown podcast. Today I am joined by one of my students who's been in my school for, for quite a big portion of her life, Lily. Lily say hello to everybody please. Hi. So let's start with some of the basics here. Lily how old are you?
1: Eight
0: years old. Uh, you looked like you were gonna think there and add the months and days and stuff on there too. Is that what you were about to do? <laughs> <laughs> now Lily how long have you been training in martial arts?
1: Over, like a
0: little over three years. A little over three years. Okay. Now I remember Lily's very first class in this school. Do you remember your first class very clearly? Mhm. See, Lily, how tall are you? Um, I don't
1: really
0: know, actually. Okay. My answer would be not very.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's
0: not very tall. Pretty Li- small. Yeah, she's kind of small. How much did did you weigh in for your last tournament? Do you remember? Um, like. I think. Yeah, so 45 and a half pounds. So that gives you an idea as to Lily's stature. So you can imagine three years ago, Lily was not bigger. (laughs) She was obviously much smaller. And I remember when she walked in for the first time, uh, she came in to try the class, and it was a big group class. And Lily comes in, and her eyes are the size of dinner plates. But she's smiling the whole time. And she was a little nervous, I could tell at first. Uh, how did you you remember how you felt that first day?
1: Um, No, but like looking back I think I was a little nervous, presently.
0: Yeah I'm sure you probably were especially knowing you now and knowing your body language I can tell you that yes you were definitely nervous that day but then Lily went out like a champ and took the class and did an awesome job Uh, and afterwards I sat down and talked with her and her parents and everybody loved what they saw and Lily has been a student of mine ever since. Uh, Not only has she been training super hard, she's been a great role model for her little sister Scarlett as well. Scarlett started training a little over a year and a half ago. She took part in our Cubs program and now she is in the older kids class or rather the uh, slightly older kids class along that Lily was just in until she got moved up to the next age group. So let's talk about that experience for a second. How awesome was it as a big sister to see your little sister training?
1: It was really cool because she's doing a great job and her technique is really nice.
0: Okay. And it's nice because I know you guys get motivated by competition. I know the second that I say something nice about Scarlett, you get a little bit of a err kind of look on your face and you're thinking about beating her. Is that correct? Yes. Absolutely. So speaking of competition that's one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk to you about Lily because you've been a part of pretty much every tournament team here at Tiger Schulman's for our Challenge of Champions Tournament since you started training. Right? Like, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly you started kickboxing when you were like a high white belt right? Yes. Okay so you were a high white belt you were probably what five years old?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay so she was about five years old and I think you were in the 30s in terms of weight, right? Somewhere in in that 38 pound range, right? Okay, so you can imagine a tiny little Lily, 38 pounds, taking kickboxing class, sparring and stuff like that. And I looked at Lily and what Lily may not remember, but I very clearly remember, is her parents talking to me about why Lily is here. And one one of the biggest reasons for them was for Lily to learn how to defend herself. Obviously, it's super important for everybody to learn. I always talk about self-defense uh, when people ask me why is it so important. I always ask them to think about how nice the average person is. And now realize that statistically, half of the people are less nice than that. All right? And being a person of smaller stature, as Lily is, and her mom being a school teacher, being aware of bullying and that type of stuff, She knew that it was a very big possibility that Lily might have to defend herself. And her her father also felt that it was very important for his daughter to know how to defend herself. And Lily's nodding with a big smile on her face because that's definitely something that's important to her dad. But as I was saying, um, with this idea of a tournament in front of us, it gave us a great opportunity for Lily to get out there and utilize her, her kickboxing skills and get one of the closest experiences that you can get to self-defense. So now, Lily, when I first asked you to do that first tournament, how did you feel?
1: I felt happy that you thought I could do it, but also nervous because I'd never been to one before. So, like, happy and nervous at the exact same time.
0: <laughs> that I remember Lily's face lighting up when I handed her the tournament application. All right, so I certainly remember the, the excited and i also remember the nervous now besides you was anybody else in your family nervous
1: yeah a lot of them i think my my mom was the most nervous of them all
0: your mom was the most nervous of them all why do you say your mom was the most nervous of them all
1: um because i've never like when i did the C O C, she she never experienced me like fighting with someone else that i didn't know so she was the most nervous.
0: Okay. Now, obviously, you're her baby, so of course she's going to be nervous. Now, you've gone to how many tournaments now? How many have you gone to?
1: Um, I think, I believe I went to five tournaments.
0: Yeah, so five Challenger Champions tournaments. That means she's been competing once every six months for the past two and a half years. All right. And you'll be doing this upcoming tournament as well, right?
1: I'm not sure, but I think I, I will be.
0: Of course, it, w- it wouldn't be a COC without Lily there. <laughs> so let's talk about that first tournament a little bit further. How did you do that day?
1: Um, I did really well. I won a bronze medal there.
0: Okay, so and Lily, Lily really took... Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: I was really surprised that it was my first time and I won it w- when I was like in kindergarten.
0: So think about that. Little kindergartner Lily goes to the tournament, puts her very best effort in, do you remember how many matches you had that first day?
1: Um, I think I had five because there were five kids
0: there. So if you had five kids, if I'm going to guess, you probably had two or three matches, if it was five kids there. But there may have been even more than you remember. All right? So at least two or three matches that day, which is quite a bit of competition. Now, do you remember walking onto that competition, Matt, for the first time? Yes. How did you feel?
1: I'm nervous.
0: Nervous, right? I wish you guys could all see Lily's sly smile as she's saying nervous. But once you got punching and kicking, what happened to the nervous Did it stay there, or did you kind of forget about it? it,
1: it I forgot about it because I was I was doing something, and for me, it's hard to do two things at one time. So I forgot about the
0: nerves. Yeah, you forgot about the nerves and went back to punching and kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so. That bronze medal that you have, where do you keep it in your house?
1: I keep it on my desk.
0: In your desk, so you get to see it every single day. Yeah. Why do you keep it where you can see it every single day?
1: Because I like earned it, and it's one of them, and it's like because it's really important to me that I got it at that kind of age.
0: Why is that so important to you?
1: Because it was my first time and I won, which is really like unbelieving looking back at it right now. So that's why I keep it at my desk.
0: You keep it at your desk because it, it reminds you of how unbelievable that task was that you overcame, right? Mm
1: hmm.
0: Now think about it. You were really nervous when you stepped on that mat, right? Yeah. What do most people do when they're nervous? They.
1: Like show it, and they usually
0: quit? They show it, they quit, and they usually run in the other direction of whatever it is that's making them nervous. But you went forward. You went out, you pursued your task at hand, and you did a great job. I mean, third place in your first tournament ever is spectacular. Because if you really think about it, every single elimination tournament, which is the type of tournament that we have, 50% of the people lose their first match, and that's it right yes so that means you weren't one of those fifty percent of people you were able to have a bunch of matches that day and to then go out and even win a medal which is just icing on the cake now every time that I've prepared you for a tournament I always tell you the same thing about winning and losing how much do I care about you winning or losing that day you
1: don't care about if I win or lose you just care that you just if if you, like, you, like, if we just walk off the mat, like, throwing your gear, you, you're not proud of us. But if we walk off the mat and say, okay, I, I have to work on something better the next time, then you're proud of us.
0: Exactly. So what Lily's describing is good sportsmanship versus bad sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. Right? Nobody likes a sore loser, right? Yeah. Nobody likes that kid who walks off the mat and they're throwing their gloves in their headgear. Oh, the judges cheated me. No one likes that kid. So I always, I always explain to the kids how important it is that they go out there and be a good sport. Walk off and say, okay, maybe I need to go back and watch the video and see, okay, that's what that person kept hitting me with. That's why I lost. All right? Now, with that being said, did you ever see kids at the tournament who were being a bad sport?
1: Not that I never saw one, but I do believe that
0: there are some that did it, but I never saw one. Yeah, so you've never seen it. Right? I think that there may be a very small percentage in Tiger Shulmans who are like that, but I think that's just kids who are naturally a little bit on the sore loser side, and no matter how much our Senseis tell them not to be a sore loser, it's kind of in them a little bit. Yeah. So it's a little, it, they did their best to overcome it. Mm-hmm. So now, with that being said, did you ever feel unsafe at the tournament, or did you always feel safe?
1: I've always felt safe because I know that the judges there care about the kids, and if they got hurt, they would pause the match and help them.
0: Exactly. I think that's such a cool thing because Tiger Schulman's. We always say our school is like a family, right? Mhm. And I think the fact that Tiger Shulman's is one school with many locations makes it like one big extended family, right?
1: Mhm.
0: To, give, to further give this uh, family example, I know that you and your family always go the day before the tournament and you go and you stay in a hotel, right? Yeah. So wh- what's your tradition? you guys? Mom was telling me before the last COC, where do you always go in Hoboken, New Jersey the day before the tournament?
1: They go to Carlo's Bakery.
0: They go to Carlo's Bakery from the show Cake Boss, right? Mm-hmm. And this year we actually made it a little special because I told mom and dad something that they never knew before. What was it that mom and dad never knew before?
1: So that there was a Tiger Schulman school close to the bakery, so we went there and the, the sensei that was there was one of my judges, so that was pretty cool too.
0: Okay, so the sensei in the Hoboken Tiger Schulman school, the sensei Louis Gaudenau, uh, he was on the, one of the seasons of the Ultimate Fighter, he's fought in the UFC, notorious for his green hair. Alright, so you went in there and you knew him right away, what was the experience like meeting him?
1: Um, really cool and also, it here mine, um, I, I think of him a lot because we have the same birthday. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't even know that, that's so cool. So what is your and Sensei Gowdano's birthday?
1: Um, August
0: 28th. That's so cool, I didn't even know that before and now I know that. That's really cool. See even I learned something during these podcasts. Now, what did you think about going into a different Tiger Shulman School? Was it cool? Was it scary? Was it exciting?
1: It was really cool. It was, dif- it was really different than, uh, what, than the school that I go to. It was a little nervous because I didn't know a lot of the people there. But it was really cool um, seeing his, like, Joshu and stuff.
0: Okay. And I know what's very cool about the Hoboken School is it used to be a bank. I'm pretty sure the building used to be a bank.
1: Yeah, because there's like well right there, there's a little sign that says like bank, and it had like when the bank was built and stuff. So that's really cool.
0: Yeah, so it's like a historical building. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? Okay. And I know when you guys go and you stay in the hotel, to get back to that a little bit, you had a really good experience a really cool experience the last few times that you and your family have gone to the hotel. What seems to happen? Every year when you guys go to the hotel, who do you always find there?
1: I usually find I usually find like people that are going to the CUC, and one time I um, um, met my friend there.
0: Okay, so you met your friends from this Tiger Schulman school. Yeah. And you guys like took over the pool one year. I heard it was like all. You... <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It was yeah. all of you guys from the school. How many of the kids from the school were in the pool? Um,
1: well, it was me, my
0: sister, Logan, and Maxie. So four. Four. I thought I remembered other people being there as well. But even still, having four kids from the same school all in the pool together did that help relax you a little bit before the tournament? Yeah. Okay. So now you keep going back to the tournament year after year after year. Have you won a medal every single time you've gone to gone to the tournament?
1: No, I only won. I only won. The first time I went there, but each year I'm trying to um, improve what I did wrong last year. So I'm always trying to get the medal. Exactly. For technique and stuff to um, help me get it, to get the medal.
0: Exactly. See, everybody goes back and they attempt to get the medal. I don't think anybody goes there and says, ah, I'm just going to lose the first match and go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everybody goes out there with the expectation that they're going to try to win that match but my point being is the medal the most important thing No. what's more important to you
1: it's more important to me that you went there and tried and that you went out there and tried your best and then you could always try again
0: exactly i always tell you guys the most important fight that you have that day is not a fight with punches and kicks against another kid on the mat it's not a fight where you try to take the other kid down or something like that. What is the most important fight on tournament day? The most important
1: fight is like fighting your fears.
0: Fighting your fears, exactly. Because everybody is fearful. Every single person is fearful when they step on that mat. If they tell you they're not, uh, they're only one of two things and neither one is good. Either they're completely crazy, that's why they're not nervous, or they don't know any better. They're not smart enough or experienced enough to know better than to know to be scared. Most people Are scared, and because you're scared, you're forced to overcome fear. Right? But there are plenty of things in life where you have to overcome fear. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, have you ever had to give a book report or any kind of report or speech in front of one of your classes in school?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, give me an example. Mm.
1: So this year, for secretary for school, um, I. Um, I, last year I did a report on dinosaurs and and then this year I did the talent show so I had to go up in front of there and do what I wanted to choose to the talent show. So.
0: I remember mom showing me a video from that talent show actually. So you went up in front of your whole school and the gym of the school and how many kids were there in your group that you did in the talent show?
1: Um. I'm, well, I'm really, I'm not sure. Um, I'm just going to say like 10 kids because the talent show was split into two halves. So I think my group was like 10 or 15.
0: Okay. So you, you were up there doing that talent show. Now, was that scarier or was the tournament scarier?
1: Um, I'm not really sure. Both of them were pretty scary. I'm just going to say... The talent show mm-hmm. because I I've I've always wanted to do this but it's it was really hard to get like it out and I had to stand in front of a lot and a lot and a lot of people so okay. yeah
0: so now let me ask you this question about the talent show then do you believe the fact that you've done the tournament do you think that that has that helped you do the talent show or do you think that it didn't affect the talent show at all?
1: Mm, I don't really think tournament affected talent show because I always practiced in front of my family if I wanted to, so that f- helped me more than the tournament. Okay.
0: Now, did the tournament help you with the nerves and being nervous in that moment in the talent show?
1: Um. No, because I was like really nervous uh-uh. and um, I couldn't stop like shaking, but after after it was done, I was like, oh my gosh, that was so fun, okay. so, mm-hmm. Now, do you
0: think if you had never done the tournament, that maybe those nerves might have stopped you? Like, maybe if you were a kid who didn't do martial arts and has never got out there and competed, do you think maybe a kid like that might be too nervous to do the talent show if they felt nerves like you felt? Yeah,
1: yeah. Would, they would be too nervous. They would probably just, like, run the other way.
0: Exactly, but not you. You've competed so many times. How many matches do you think you've had in the tournament?
1: Um, I think probably like 40.
0: Like 40 matches, which I actually probably think is a very close estimation to what you've had between grappling and kickboxing. That many times you've been out, quote unquote, under the lights with everybody, all eyes on you, feeling those nerves, feeling that pressure, and you rose to it every time. There hasn't been a single match where you ran off the mat crying to mom, right? <laughs> no. So now, as a result, I think that every time you have to go out and do like that report on dinosaurs and talk in front of your class, or you have to go, excuse me, and uh, do the talent show or something like that, I still think you're going to feel nervous, just like you still feel nervous every time you go to the tournament, right?
1: Yeah.
0: But I think you get better at dealing with it. Like think about it, even though now you're competing at a much, much higher level, your experience level is much higher than it was in the beginning. In the beginning you were winning, you won the high white belt division. You haven't been a high white belt in a long time, right? So now you're fighting much more experienced kids. So now competing with much more experienced kids, which should be more nerve-wracking, I don't think you get more nervous. I think even if you do get more nervous, you're so much better at handling it that no one would notice. Do you think that's accurate? Okay. Now do you think that learning how to deal with fear like that helps you do things like the book report and getting up and talking about dinosaurs and you said you ran for secretary Mm -hmm. in your school. Do you think things like that you're able to do a little easier because you've learned how to be nervous and deal with it so much from the tournament? Yeah. See I believe that's the most valuable lesson that the tournament teaches. The punch and kick part of the tournament is small. Yes, obviously that's the tools that we're using. The winning and losing part, that's very small too, but the much bigger part is having to go there that day, stand up in front of people, be the star of the show, have all eyes on you for a little while, and then still perform. That nervousness that you have to face, that's tough. And most people hide from it their whole lives. I've seen adults that when they had to talk in front of a crowd, their hands shake like a leaf. Meanwhile, Lily's here, eight years old, and she knows that this podcast goes all over the world, and she hasn't started a word. She looks as confident and calm as if she was in her home. So now, what would you tell Lily? What would you tell someone who is really scared about doing the tournament for the first time? What would you tell them?
1: I would say that it is it is nervous when you go up there, but when you're done with it, and when you're done with it, you've Feel like it really wasn't anything because you did you did something that was scary, but in the end, in the end, in the end, it feels like fun that you actually did it when you're not doing it right there. Because when you're doing it right there, it's nervous, but it's really fun.
0: Okay. Do you leave the mat proud every time, no matter whether you win or lose? Mhm. And do you think every kid does too? Yeah. I think all kids who think the right way do. Now, we're coming up on tournament registration for us uh, in this school. It is March the 21st and uh, the 20th, excuse me, that weekend, 20th and 21st. We're doing registration here in the school. And I know we've invited a bunch of people to do the tournament. And I know there's definitely some kids who may have needed to hear, hear that from Lily. Maybe they're nervous. Maybe they're thinking about it. Should I do it? I don't know. If somebody's thinking, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, would you tell them to do it?
1: Yeah. I would say that you don't have to do it if you want to, but if you want to try to do it and try to earn and try to earn the medal, then you should do it because I've experienced earning the medal and not earning the medal, and each time just feels great.
0: So each time, whether you get the medal or not, it still feels great, right? Mhm. All right, well, I think that brings us to about the end of where we need to be. Uh, do you think there's anything else that these people should know about the tournament?
1: Um.
0: No. Oh, we almost forgot. One of the coolest things about the tournament that you had uh, happened a couple of, I forget if it was not this last tournament, but the tournament before, you got to meet some really cool people.
1: Mm-hmm. Who did you get to meet? I met Lyman Good. I forgot um, uh, the other two people I met a lot, but I forgot their names. All I remember Lyman Good.
0: Mike, oh, who can fault you for being a Lyman Good fan? Mm-hmm. And he signed your belt too, right? That was, uh, yeah, I wish Lyman right now could see Lily's face as, he's talking about, as she's talking about him signing her belt, which was a really, really cool experience. In case you guys don't know, Lyman Good is one of the USC welterweights, he's a Tiger Shulman sensei, and he does appearances at a, a, every one of the tournaments where kids get to take pictures with him, get his autograph. Was that an even cooler experience than anything else?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And hmm You've watched Lyman fight on TV too, right? Yeah. So he was like, whoa, this guy's a celebrity, right? Mm-hmm. So cool, right? Have you met anybody else cool at the
1: tournament throughout the years? Um, yes, but I can't remember the names.
0: Okay. Like there's one other really big deal guy that at Tiger Shulman's is a very big deal. Oh
1: yeah, I met him. Like Mr. Tiger Shulman. So you met
0: Sheehan Tiger Shulman too. Mm-hmm. Was that a super cool experience too, yes. to meet my teacher?
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. So another great reason to go to the tournament, to face fears, to have an accomplishment and an achievement under your belt and to get to see what a big part of an organization you are a part of, all right? So Lily, thank you so much for your time today. You did a great job. Uh, With that being said, folks, as always, I can be contacted via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. We are on Instagram and Twitter at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. On Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. And you can find the podcast at TS Smithtown Podcast. With that being said, until next time, I will see you guys on the mat.